0: What's your
1: weird story? Hello, Weirdsville! Happy Halloween! That was terrible. But hey, you are listening to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Your weekly Halloween, kind of. Uh, It's your podcast for weird stories. As told by the people who experienced them, and uh, I am uh, your host Adam Beebe, and with me, as always, is your other host, Mister Barry Johnston. Hello, Barry.
2: Happy
0: Halloween! How are you, sir? I am. Uh, I'm.
1: I'm feeling like I'm a a mummy. Like I'm a thousand years old. <laughs> no, I'm all right.
0: How are you doing? <laughs> good. Good. Hope uh, hope you're getting uh, your fill on candy.
1: Oh, well, you know, I'm trying to uh, slim down my uh, – I'm looking too much like a jack-o'-lantern, uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to avoid the candy because, man, I tell you what, I would <sighs> – this, this is one of my favorite times of year because I go by and I see those the caramel apples oh, yeah. uh, at the grocery store, dude, yeah. and those are just temptation yeah. in
0: a plastic uh, box. Do you go nuts or <laughs> nuts or no nuts?
1: Oh nuts, dude! Oh nuts. me too. I like the
0: crunch on yeah. the crunch, man. I'm with you. You know, I'm with you, you know? man. And
1: I'm not so. I, I prefer the caramel over the candied. Agreed. Um, the candied are okay, but it's just not the same to no. me. I think the combination of the 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 caramel, yes. and the uh, the apple, yeah, that
0: crisp, yes, yeah, of the apple, the crisp, the crunch, the gooiness yeah. from the caramel. I mean, mm-hmm. nothing better. Nothing, yeah, dude, nothing yeah. better than that. And you
1: gotta have the nuts, man. You oh, you got have to,
2: nuts. you got to.
1: Well, you could go without, but I, you know, the nuts on there. Unless you, obviously, if you have a nut allergy, you should avoid the nuts. But you know yeah. that that nuts are good. to get just extra next level.
0: Definitely. Next level, so definitely. Well, when my kids were younger, I remember I would just sort of pillage their their mm-hmm. uh, their candy when they would get home. So I would always. I'm a I'm a Reese's Pieces guy or a Reese's uh, peanut butter cup guy. Are you really? Oh, I love them. Love them. So uh, anything chocolate, really, for the most part, I'm pretty mm-hmm. into. Uh, but yeah, so, but my kids are growing up now, so we don't really do that much, you know. Uh, th- there may be a couple of kids that show up at the door. We kind of live, uh, our neighborhood's kind of away from everything. So uh, I think there's a couple of people that have small kids, so we'll probably give out a little bit. But uh, other than that, man... So
1: but you will this year. You will be doing a, uh, will you do some kind of social distancing trick or treat, or
0: you know, or I, like I, how? You- I, I don't know what the what the uh, what the rules are. To be honest with you, I haven't really looked up what's going on with that stuff. Um, uh, that's a great question. But like I said, it probably if we get anything, it's going to be very minimal. I mean, I don't even know if we had any last year, but there have been some right. younger uh, couples moving in. So the area that I live in, mostly older folks that built mm-hmm. their homes out here in the 70s. And now they're right. kind of they're moving on and um, and other folks are, are moving in. So, yeah, it'll be fun regardless. Uh, you know, I, I wish everybody a safe and happy Halloween. Yes, and, indeed. Uh, Speaking of moving on, my, my folks, so they sold their house. They, yeah. Decided, yeah, they decided to get an RV and travel. And so this whole last, you know, six weeks or so was just about getting their house sold, moving all their stuff out, you know, putting stuff into storage, moving a lot of it here to my house. because I was
1: going to ask if they oh were going gosh. to
0: use your house as well, storage. I don't know if you can see this or not, but sitting right next to me is a huge old antique dresser. That was my dad's. Ah, nice. I have so yeah. much stuff in my house right now, dude. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Uh So we've been getting them settled. And they, uh, they just left yesterday, man, for their first outing in the RV. So... They're excited. They're going up to the Pacific Northwest to, yeah, to hang out with my sister for a little while. So it'll be fun. It's a long drive, man.
1: That is. That is.
0: Are they now? Is it
1: a uh, the the full RV like in vehicle RV or they got like a fifth wheel?
0: Fifth wheel. Yeah, it's a fifth wheel. Behind. it, And it's big. It's very big. I was shocked at how big it was. It's one of those where the the sides push out. You know. Mm -hmm. It's mm-hmm. super nice. It's like nicer than my house. It's, <laughs> yeah, you know, they got a little fireplace, you know, it's not, yeah, you know, man. it's kind of one of those electric log fireplaces that right. p- puts That's heat good. out and nice big screen and a nice little stove in there, like a full fridge. I mean, it's like, it's not one of these little guys, you know, it's a full blown, you know, wow. freezer, fridge, combo, it's a situation. And then, um... Uh, yeah, their bedrooms nice, and it's yeah, it's it's pretty sweet, man. So that's cool. Uh, yeah,
2: that's cool. We're,
1: so they they're. Um... They're swingers now? Is that what you're
0: telling me? <laughs> I, I hope not. Uh, that's a Man, that's an awful picture. <laughs> I could just see my dad swinging. i
1: actually kidding. Mom, not so much. But oh,
0: baby that is dad. hilarious. That is hilarious. No pink flamingos. No pink flamingos. Uh, those of you in the know will know what that's about. I would assume. Uh, I've heard rumors anyway. So, uh, yeah, I don't so that's, that's
1: what the pink flamingos in people's yards are then when they've been.
0: That's what they say. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. You never know. I, you know, they probably changed it
0: yeah, now. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Something else. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's. Because,
1: you know, you see all those. Now people will go and like. I don't know what for, but they go and they pink flamingos somebody's yard. Yeah. They put a bunch of the pink flamingos in somebody's yard. Yeah. And like, you know, leave a note or something. We've been pink flamingoed, and I guess you have to. I don't know. Maybe you make a donation or something. I don't know what it is, but (laughs) oh yeah, yeah. And I don't understand it, so I don't. I don't think. You know, the, it's all a that's swinger. That's not a swinger. Play, dip. But maybe it is, you know, and then they're like, hey, uh, the, ex- you know, pink That's next extortion. Is that house? So, you
0: know, oh, that's it's the that, mop and glow. Act, that so. is hilarious. Well, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So that's been exciting and uh, and tiring at the same time. Yeah. So. So anyway, yeah, we're just we're just chilling now, you know. So what about you? Anything else going on over there? in, no, in Ohio land? You
1: know, no, here in the Buckeye State. Just uh, same old, same old, you know, just uh, working and uh, keeping on, keeping on. And, uh, you know, I'm working behind the scenes on some stuff for our uh, upcoming uh, uh, Spin Jammer, our music podcast, and uh, we got some cool stuff we lined up. That uh, I think people are gonna like. Um, we've yeah. got a, we got a couple of bands uh, interviewed, and uh, we're uh, you know we're working on some of that stuff. And uh, so yeah, so that's that's kind of what I've been doing. And, and of course you know uh, trying to get uh, guests for the show for this show, yep. and lining all up that up. So you know hey, if anybody out there is uh, hasn't you know if if this is your first time on listening to the show, thank you for joining us. Um, you know, and if you've got a weird story, any kind of weird story, you know, we, we really just, we like to hear good stories and we get a lot of recommendations, uh, a lot of guests from as recommendations from other guests and friends, uh, of the podcast, uh, which is actually how we got today's guest.
0: That's right. Yeah. Today we have on, uh, her name is Chrissy and she Mm -hmm. was brought to us by a, a previous guest, and um uh, she's got some cool stories man she she has some psychic abilities and she has some cool sort of ghost hunting stories yeah and just kind of the just kind of the story of her life and it's really really cool stuff so i can't wait for people to to hear it
1: yeah we had a good time talking to her she has some really good stories and she even um you know she even did a bit of a reading that's right very so Yes. Um, So, yeah, let's get to it. Chrissy, thanks for joining us. What's your weird story?
3: Well, uh, which one, (laughs) I suppose? So this weird story goes all the way back uh, to my childhood. And the first memory I can recall is that actually of seeing a ghost who I later learned in life was my maternal grandfather, who had passed when I was very, very young, a couple months old. I was sitting there at Christmas, I was holding a present in my lap and I looked up and there was a Christmas tree in the corner and there was this man who was glowing, it was almost like he had a, like a golden aura around him. He was looking at me and he was smiling and like he was doing the physical act of like laughing, not like you're ha ha, you're funny, but like I'm really glad to see you. But, yeah, but he made zero noise, none. And I looked up and I'm like, I, think, I remember thinking why is no one looking at this person? what's the deal and then I looked back at my present I looked back up and he was gone mm. and that was that's really the first full memory I have in my entire life
4: wow. and wow. This,
3: this same house my middle sister and I middle sister actually being clear audience but meaning she can hear them them mm. um, it had well, we're pretty sure it had a vortex in it a vortex being just like a revolving door where they can come in and out of. So I kind of grew up in more or less a haunted house. And when I was 11 years old, I was in the bookstore with my mom and they had a deck of tarot cards there and I asked her to buy it for me. And she did. And it was from there that this really took off because tarot cards, you know, fortune telling, palm reading, tea Mm -hmm. leaf reading, it exercises a certain part of your mind. And It's gotten to the point where I no longer need the cards to read people. And I can also read people who are, you know, not among the choir invisible. Um, I have done this with a number of paranormal investigation groups. I've done it on a personal level, trying to connect people with loved ones that are gone. And one thing that I am privileged to be able to do is offer this for free. So I will never charge people for the privilege of being able to talk to someone who they miss terribly. Wow. Um, and if you're looking for a specific story, um, oh boy, that'd probably be the Casa Madrid. So a little bit of history behind this building. It is in uh, Melrose Park, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And while well, I was there, it was known as Big Timer Sound Shop. But back in its day, it was a, uh, well, it was a bootlegging operation run by loosely by the uh, syndicate run by Al Capone, because it's in the Chicago area, of course. Right. So there's a connection. And I was taken there as a medium. Okay. And the first thing that struck me when I got there was this place, you know, where they would do underlights for your cars, my sound systems, kind of a pit-my-ride sort of place. That so this was operated and owned by massive, muscular, barrel-chested, tattooed Mexican guys who looked like they are about 10 feet tall, and they would not go in this basement. They would oh, not.
4: Wow,
2: damn.
3: They would have nothing to do with it. They had. They would hear hubcaps and tires just crash in this basement. They go down there and nothing's out of place. They would hear voices, footsteps, feel like they were being watched and followed. And they had a repair guy who came in to fix their stairs, and he eventually was felt like he was being watched, and he just couldn't handle him or lost his patience said if you're there just come out and tell me little while there something grabs his foot he runs out of the building leaves his tools behind never comes back whoa wow so i was there with an investigation group actually being run out of uh, wasn't a gurney i'm sorry i can't remember the name of the town but i get there and i go into the basement i prefer working in the dark because as a medium when more of your senses are cut off the more power goes to the other one. Well, that makes and I'm sense. walking around mm-hmm. yeah, in this basement with a camera guy and like two, two camera guys, actually. One had a flashlight, um, but I'm just walking around and I get this feeling that it's like I'm surrounded. And it's like they're watching me from mm-hmm. the periphery. And then they'll do that sometimes because they don't like being confronted. And eventually I pick up on this energy and what that's like. <sighs> to me and to you, or to someone else, it would be no different than seeing another person in the same room walking through a door, even though I don't actually see them. I just know they're there.
4: Huh.
3: I, I just do. The information okay. just appears in my yeah. head.
1: That's interesting. I was going to ask if you, when you did see them, were they, how? solid did they appear, but I guess if you just more perceive them rather than, you know, see them, then that, that's, that's a whole other, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah.
4: It really is. And
0: you, you, this is something that, um, you've sort of had your entire life, right? I mean, you, you've, Mm -hmm. you just had this ability And, and then as you've grown, you have continued developing this. Is this, Mm -hmm. is this something that you have to put a lot of effort into developing and keeping? Like, is it, is it something that deteriorates if you don't use it?
3: It's like a muscle. If you don't exercise it, it will atrophy. Right. Okay.
0: Interesting. That's fascinating.
3: Yeah. It's very hard to quantify. Really, I say, Well, I can tell you it's there and you just more or less have to take my word for it. Sure. Right. Um, and I have to provide things like what's he wearing, what's the body language, like can you get a name in order to prove that what I'm seeing and what I'm perceiving is in fact
0: right. there. Mm hmm. Right. That's interesting. I like that you uh you're upfront about that too with people. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're, you're trying not to take advantage of, of folks. Because, you know, you see a lot of that in that world where it's like, you not know, idea. okay, I can see something that you can't. I'm going to tell you something that you may or may not agree with, but it's my perception and pay me a hundred bucks for it or something, you know?
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah, like those guys that are on – that w- was – uh what was it crossing over or something like that yeah. that guy that yeah mm-hmm. yeah hate
3: that guy that was
1: yeah who were you know that i mean those are old tricks old sideshow tricks of you know cold readings and they have you know they don't ever show on the sh- on the show where they have somebody go out in the audience hand you a card to fill out right and then they have you know somebody in the earbud telling them information you know and then they mm-hmm. he's like you know and he gets all and you know you and they edit out whenever he gets it completely yeah. wrong you know that kind of stuff and it's, of course, and i've worries. seen that i've seen that on his show i've seen other shows where they've done that so yeah it's you know i mean sure if you take comfort from that kind of thing then that's fine but at the same time you know just
0: beware you
1: know it, it's just be uh-huh. yeah beware Everywhere. So, you know, but, uh, but, but you are, I mean, obviously like, you know, you do it for free for people, which is really cool. Thank and you. so that mean that shows me that, you know, I mean, you, you have, uh, that, you know, you're not taking advantage of this, this gift. Um, so, you know, you're, uh, or exploiting, it, I should say, you're not exploiting this gift. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. thing. Thank so, you. so, so, okay. So anyway, back in the basement,
3: Back in the basement, um, there's an energy, which is, is the best term I have for it, and I follow it. And I, it. It tries to lose me in this really labyrinthine basement. I mean, this this place was insane. It had doors going to nowhere, hallways that would just spiral into a wall. Wow. There were windows, places places. It was very, very weird. And I get to this back room, which is more or less just a room closet. And it's worth noting that I was later told there was no active electricity going through this basement. It was just dead space. So we get to this room, and I'm standing with my feet basically at the edge of the doorway. And one of the weirdest things I've ever seen is that the light from the flashlights on the camera barely penetrated this room.
2: Wow. Wow.
3: So that was physical evidence to me that there's something going on.
4: Hmm. Right.
3: And I have in my hand, I don't know if you're familiar with it, it's called a K2 meter, where you can say, you know, are you here? And the lights will flash, showing spikes in energy. Yes. No. Think, think, think like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm holding this in my hand just so the camera can see that I'm not just standing here looking at the dark, that there's something going on. And I talked to it. And it wouldn't believe the hostility coming from this room because it did not like the fact that it was cornered. It had been found. I should say he, because it was a male energy. Mm. And I asked a question along the lines of, will you be mad if I come in this room? And this just went right to red. It did not want me in there. So me being in there in the capacity that I am, I step into the room
2: oh, because boy. I'm
3: here to challenge it. <laughs> that is my function. Yeah. Find it, right. challenge it, talk to it, figure out what it wants. Mm not happy um and it just fled and i'm like okay now i guess i gotta find you again and i will and it knows i will because it's it's so hard to explain
0: well it can only go Um, so far right i mean it's sort of attached to that area or whatever so you know you being you and being able to, to feel those things there's only so far it can go i would imagine i don't know much about that world but that's what I would think anyway.
4: Yeah.
3: And everyone has a different level of perception. Someone might be able to physically see them. I can't. Someone right. might be able to hear them like my, my sister. I can't. Mm-hmm. So it depends on what you're capable of, what you're trying to do, and what you're attempting to accomplish. Sure. And on our way up, and I'd love to get the recording for this, we're walking and we're all wearing soft shoes because that's a requirement during any ghost hunt because you don't want clicking from shoes to mm-hmm. be mistaken as something it isn't. Mm-hmm. So we're walking up, and we as a group, we hear like clicking on the cement floor behind us. It's like dress shoes. And we stop and it stops. It's like almost like Scooby Doo right now. It's like we're walking and we stop and it stops. So we tried this a couple of times, being ghost hunters. We're like, let's test this out. And I guess we were really starting to annoy somebody because from behind us, we out of the darkness, we hear a. Uh, like, it was Ooh. really exasperating with what we are trying to do. And we're like, we just start laughing. We're like, did you hear that? <laughs> because it was funny tough. It's like, we start to piss someone off back there. <laughs> so we, we go up, and another team comes down. And I come down for my second sweep, which was really not extraordinary until I'm on my way back up. And just out of the darkness, this female energy appears, and she's like, Come here, I need to show you something. Come here, come here, come here, come here. You need to follow me. I, I have to show you this. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm, I'm coming. Calm down, like, just just calm down one thing at a time. She was, like, almost, she wasn't crying, but she was, like, frantic. Like, I need to show you this.
4: Like, mm. you, you
3: need to see this. And I follow her, till, and I follow her, really, just this room that was kind of tucked in the back of the staircase. And I open it, and it was just, like, felt like walking into a funeral. Mm and I felt this room had something to do with her and I, I turned to her and I'm like I'm so sorry you want to tell me what happened but she was had almost been driven insane because all she could said was like I need to show you this come here can I, I need to show you this and I'm like trying to get her to like calm down tell me what happened and then she just receded back into the darkness mostly still going you need to see this I need to show you something I need to show you something and then she was just gone
2: mm. Wow. Wow.
3: And later I found out that a young woman about the age of 20 had been murdered down there by a jealous boyfriend was found out that she was running around on him. So Mm. I think I encountered her and she was more or less a prisoner in this basement. So if I ever went back there, I'd go back there for her. Mm. And
0: How long ago do you know. know? How long ago was that?
3: This was one of the prohibition era that most of this went down. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, for folks that don't know, Al Capone was a pretty bad dude. (laughs) And uh, do some research if you don't know who he is, you young folks. Uh, He was a he was a gangster, and he had quite a footprint in Chicago and
1: And yeah, and the area
0: around yeah, he was and well, really. The the, I mean, sorry. the the whole country, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was right. one of the big players. Yeah, he was one of the big the big players yeah. when it came to uh, distribution of alcohol, and I'm sure other things. Oh um, yeah, no,
1: he definitely had his fingers in in all yeah. sorts of things. Yeah, And crime, also right. organized crime. I mean, yes. when the Untouchables. That's a great yeah. movie to go yes. back to. Yes, uh, yeah. with Kevin Costner and Sean Connery. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's a good movie to go back and see, kind of a uh, dramatization
0: of that yeah. era. And, yeah.
1: it's, and in and it of itself really good movie so. Yeah, for sure mm-hmm. so yeah so there's i mean it's not surprising that his enterprises uh have left a you know impression you know i don't know if it's psychic impression or or what is the correct term but it, that's mm-hmm. i mean they have left an historic impression on our society and our culture yeah. And so, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, anything that leaves that kind of information, you know, behind is going to influence, you know, I guess everyone yeah. and all that stuff. So,
0: yeah, on multiple levels, apparently. So, yeah. So was that, you know, that that area of the building she was talking about, that was not where you were before, right? That That was a different area that you were in. When you've encountered the dark entity, male figure?
3: It was all in the same basement complex.
2: Oh, okay.
3: okay. Um, but it was in, it, that's where all this activity was happening. And, you okay. know, the whole cliche of the haunted basement, okay, there's some truth to it. Um, but it was it, w- it was all in the same floor, i call it.
0: Right. Wow. So a lot happened down there for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, do you have the ability to kind of I mean, to how much communication are you able to have with with these the spirits?
3: Uh, quite a lot actually. So okay. um, there's just one story that I can I can write. I'm sure she wouldn't mind. I was at a friend's party, and I'm just sitting there. And we were just eating dinner and I'm having a drink. And all of a sudden there's like an energy in the corner. I'm like, hello, how can I help you? And it was an older man. And I, there was, was a friend of ours here who has some abilities similar to mine. And I said, who's that Pat? And he said, oh, that's Patty's dad. She was a, a guest at this party and she had just gone inside and lay down and just sit in the air conditioning. So I said, okay. I'm gonna go and find Patty and tell her that her dad has come to see her. And I relate a number of things to her. And if I'm having a conversation, I will speak out loud, be like, "What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Why are you here? Were you murdered? Did someone kill you? Did you get sick?" And the answer just pops into my head, okay. and I realize how bizarre and crazy and outrageous that sounds. It it just does. It just I can. I have an actual mouth to communicate. They don't. So they can only influence the energy around them to convey mm-hmm. their answer. Mm-hmm. So it's like half of a telepathic conversation.
2: Okay.
1: I remember Brandy had said that when you uh, you guys were young and uh, I guess kind of just new new friends or whatever, she would see you talking to the air and all that stuff. <laughs> she mm-hmm. didn't know what was going on. And uh, but you were obviously already, you know, tapping into all of that, which is uh, uh, that would make a really cool sequence in a movie. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it would. So, okay, so um, do you I guess I don't know. Like, do you have so with this young girl, do you have the ability to say, hey, you can. I've seen this now. I know what's gone on. Can you can go or you can leave? Can you tell them? To, you know, I mean, the that they can, that their rest is coming or whatever. I don't know. I you know, but I guess you kind of know what I'm getting at. Can you say go on to the light? Yes. Go home or whatever. Yes.
4: Okay.
3: Yes, and releasing is is kind of my thing um, because many times they simply have not had anyone try to reach out to them.
4: Mm -hmm. And that way
3: to try and help, a lot of people are just here to, you know, I want to be scared by this spirit, but that's exploitative because they're people too. They're just humans that lack physical bodies in my eyes. Okay. So, you know, God, you know I don't know how far this is going to go, but I'll admit it. So if I go on a ghost tour of a haunted location, watch your ass because I'm there to let your ghost go.
2: Yeah.
3: (laughs) Um, Well, I think it's good,
2: honestly. yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, I mean, like... If there, I mean, because I, don't, you know, I don't know. Everybody has kind of a different idea of what, you know, what is after. You know, because nobody's really. Well, I guess you're more certain than most of us on what it is. You know, because you can you can see. But like, um, it, I think it's a you know, a good idea to. You know, I mean, I think it's cool that you do say do that and let them go and put them onto the next plane or whatever it is. You know, so that they can have their their rest, or they can move on to the next cycle, or whatever it is that is there. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's pretty cool. I think that's you know.
0: Is it? Do they do they get stuck in a time loop or something? Like, I, I've always wondered that. Like, is it? What is it that that traps them? Because you know, I mean, we, we know the residual hauntings. You know that mm-hmm. are. That are impressions or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and that's different, right? Than than a than a yeah. what do you call it? An intelligent haunting or I don't yes. know. Okay.
3: Yes, there's a couple of scenarios where that can happen, and you know it's worth mentioning at this point that that really is one of the great unknowns. We can make our our best guess as to why they stay.
4: Mm-hmm. We can make
3: an educated guess, but in the end, we don't know. But commonly. And you know, not every earthbound spirit is unhappy. Some people might stick around because they want to look after their family and right. you know make sure everyone's okay before they move on. Or they were very happy in a place and they they want to stay there. Right. Other times, you know, especially in cases of a tragic or, in, or like death where they just weren't expecting it, there's a, a widely held theory that they simply it's a, it's a trauma that. Has not mm. registered, and they do not know they are dead. Mm. And this will manifest a lot when someone buys a house and they start remodeling. Stuff starts happening because, right. you're like oh, these people, strangers in my house—they're—they're they're, yeah. they're tearing up my floors. So yeah, what else am I, yeah. I was going to start throwing things to try to get them to leave.
1: Yeah, yeah. We we hear that we've been hearing that a lot. Uh, you know about how people once once some kind of remodeling or something like that starts happening is when. Activity starts kicking up, um, is for like hauntings and stuff like that.
0: But um, what was that? Is what, it, what was that movie? I'm sorry. What was that movie with Nicole Kidman? Do you remember that movie when she takes the elders? The, uh, the others. The, elders. the others. The others. Do you remember that, that movie?
3: Yes, that movie should be watched by every psychic medium, ghost hunter on earth, because it really showed just how terrified. Some spirits are and can be when you come in and you start doing things and they're like, What? Yeah. It's like treat these treat these spirits like people. You know, give them some dignity. Don't do like right. ghost adventures. Go in there and say, All right, you fucking ghosts. I'm gonna come in here and you better say something. I hate <laughs>
4: that right. Because
1: right. he's <laughs> mean to them. Yeah, he is. He's, he's mean. Well, you know, I mean, Ghost bros, right. You know, I mean, that's why most people call them the ghost bros, at least that I know, but like, yeah, no, we're, we're big advocates on, on the fact that, you know, you don't want to go and be hostile and, and provoke oh. kind of response to try and get a response. You know, I mean, that just seems rude. It seems, it, is. it seems really risky, you know? Um, and, and, I mean, and to a degree, it seems a little ignorant of the fact, but you know, you know, I mean, that guy's got a lot more money than I do, so I don't know. Right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody, you're listening to the What You Weird Story podcast. You probably knew that already because you're listening or downloaded to the episode off of your iTunes or your Spotify or whatever place you get your podcast from. We want to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to like us, follow us, subscribe to us. Make sure that you get your new podcast episode every week. We'd also like to ask you to rate and review so that we can grow our audience. We can have more friends. We can have more stories. So thanks for listening to What's Your Weird
0: Story. So how long how long have you been doing the ghost hunting thing? Is that new or, or something that you've kind of always done?
3: But truth be told, I haven't done it for quite a while now, several years. Um, I've really moved into more of the private reading arena just okay. because I'm in kind of near Madison and this last group I ran with was out of, you know, nearest to Chicago. So that's quite a haul. Sure. So pure logistics have kept me out of it, but sure. I have been looking for a, a new group, maybe a local who is in search of a reputable, reliable medium. So who knows?
0: Yeah. 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 The Madison area is a great area. Uh, you know, there's a lot of history mm-hmm. there and, and, uh, a cool town. Um, a lot of great places to, to go and check out. So I'm sure, I'm sure there's somebody around there that, uh, you know, that, that would, yeah, that would be interested in, in you doing that. And, and that's something that we haven't had a ton. We've had some, some folks come on talk about that. Um, we had a guy, uh, Dustin Walls who came on and talked about, he, he was, he he was a ghost hunter and, um, and then Tammy our friend Tammy she came on she she also did some ghost hunting too um but you know that that is um i don't know if i'd ever want to do that uh because of what adam was talking about it's like those things have the ability to follow you home and uh, i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know if i want anything attached to me you know in that yeah. uh, so in you that can way
3: avoid that. yeah can avoid that actually okay so a couple of a few words of ghost advice here so i'm going to go back to what you were saying about that apartment there's one surefire way not surefire but reliable way that many people have employed to make it stop that you ask them politely and firmly to leave Mm. works more often than you think and for them to not follow you one thing i do before any investigation is like, when I stood at the top of this dark basement in the Casa Madrid, I made my uh, boundaries very clear. said, I'm here to talk. Uh, you are not supposed to touch me in any way. Um, touch me, anything related to me. You can talk. I will listen. But when I am done, when I leave, you will stay here. You are not coming with me. Mm. And... The only time I've had a problem with that is when I failed to say it because uh-huh. I was followed home from um, Archer Avenue Resurrection Cemetery, think Resurrection Mary, that's the cemetery oh. by a little kid.
4: Oh.
3: And and um, I was driving home like something doesn't feel right, but I, I wrote, wrote, wrote it off at the time because there's other cars, I've got music on, like, you know, I, I can't sense anything right now. anyway, it it's too long. So I get home and I'm walking down the hall and I just feel this, this energy behind me. And I'm like, oh, hello. Little kid, blonde hair, tall, blue eyed, most angelic child you could possibly imagine. And I'm like, I, I can't have this kid following me around because it's just not a good idea. Because they will cling on to you, they will suck your energy. They don't mean to, not always, but it's just not a good scenario. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, well, how, how am I going to gently send this? This kid, you know, and I said, You shouldn't have followed me home. I'm very disappointed in you. That was very wrong. You need to go to your room and think about what you did. But I promise I'll come see you. Okay? And whew, gone.
2: Wow. wow. Dang.
3: Wow. So if have you th- tell them not to follow you, they really don't.
2: Okay.
1: That's good to the you- know. Yeah, that is that is. Um, have you had any, have you had any experience with like um, like a poltergeist type of a spirit, like something where it's more malevolent uh, and aggressive?
3: Yes. Um, see, that, that comprises really the majority of my experience here, and it's nasty things. I'm trying to just pick one. All right. Um,
1: you can tell us all this, of them because we, got, you know, we love
4: hearing that stuff.
3: Okay. <laughs> so here's one. Where there was uh, like any self-respecting city has is an abandoned asylum. Of course, no is no different you being from Tulsa, all the Eschweiler buildings. Yeah. Those red brick buildings on the hill right across from the medical college. Those yeah. they were until they were torn down quite violently haunted. Mm. And you know, me being a curious teenager, as teenagers are wont to be, went up there with my friend and my sister. And I'm standing there with my friend, Luke, who is also perceptive, um, very similar to the way I am. And, you know, we're looking up at this building and we, you know, my sister's standing maybe 20, 30 feet behind us. And I just happened to to turn just to check on her. And again, I don't see, but I perceive something standing like right, right next to her. She has no idea it's there. She, mm-hmm. At this point in her life, she hadn't been exercising this to become clear audience in the way that she is now. But I didn't want to scare her. And this thing was just dark. It was like a black, papered blob. And I'm like, I'm looking at it. It's looking at me. And it's like, you need to go. And I'm like, okay, I'll go. Um, I don't think i do that now. But, you know, at that time I did. And I said, okay, um, let's go now, okay? Let's go. And I'm... Trying to get my sister out of here because it's using her to threaten me to leave, and I'm I'm like almost running because I want to get her out of here, and it followed us to the edge of this wow. property like mm. it just was on our asses the whole way, and it just it was just there it was like every horrible thing you can imagine put into one ball of energy, so we left and. Wow it like watched us leave Mm. and no, I wouldn't normally advocate for historic building being torn down, but if you could get rid of that thing, you know, let it burn. There's actually apartments there now. And I have not heard one peep out of anyone living there of anything weird happening. So good. Get rid of it.
0: Is there anything you can do in that kind of a situation? Is there any talking it over like something that is that immense of an issue of a, of an entity or is it pretty Um, much going to be there no matter what? I mean, we've all seen the, the scary movies, you know what I mean? The, the exorcist uh, and, uh, and all those, which is still, uh, I've told that story many times. It's one of the first movies that I ever saw as a kid. My dad made me watch that thing. And, uh, it's, it's still one of the scariest movies to ever, you know, to ever, I, in my opinion, to ever see. It's just,
2: ugh.
3: So you can. You need more people. That is more than a one man job. And right. usually you need someone who is very good, who knows something about demonology, who can bless an area. So you need to kind of, you know, corner it and use whatever means you have at your disposal to get rid of it. Right. And there's a difference between human and inhuman hauntings. Mm-hmm. So if you over here at 3 a.m., it's not good. Really. So 3,
1: 3 a.m. really is like, you know, that this witching hour or mm-hmm. the uh, the bad time. Yep. Where it's 100%. more, I guess, more active time, not necessarily bad time, but the more active time.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, I heard some, uh, Last night at 3 a.m., but that's because the kids upstairs were uh, doing drunken karaoke. So, um,
3: spirits was, of a different kind.
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so,
1: that also may have been why I didn't perceive anything whenever I lived in the uh, the haunted apartment. So, oh, that my own own other spirits were. Uh, you know, active
3: i can make a difference yeah there's a reason we don't investigate drunk and that might yeah. be it
0: <laughs> well we've had what? a few a few people come on talk about dark entities shadow people stuff like that and that is one of the scarier type of you know hauntings or residual energies
3: mm-hmm. and, and they like like the, the ones we call them passersby if you're a medium, you'll occasionally get people who are just drifting, and they'll see you, and they're like, hey, you can perceive me.
0: And right, right,
3: right. This happened a lot more when I was younger. I've been able to kind of control it now, but I'd be sitting in my house, and there'd be a voice coming, a voice I didn't recognize. And they would call my name in this weird, very creepy sing-song way. So I was sitting there minding my own business, and I'd hear, oh, I'm home alone. There is nobody here. I'd hear... Christina I'm like okay, and eventually it just got annoying annoying, and I'd say, yes, and I never get an answer.
2: Oh man
0: <laughs> I was gonna ask, like that's gotta get old after a little while. I mean, being that <laughs> being that person that they can talk to.
3: You know, you know, for know. some reason, they always pick on me when I'm waiting in line at the grocery store oh, where they've got a captive audience. And right. I'll just be standing there holding a jug of milk and a loaf of bread. And someone will come out of nowhere and say, hey, I need to talk to that person. She's over there. She's, you know, she's looking at the crackers. I'm like, I... And they won't let up until you go. So i got to give up my good place in line, of course. There's someone in back of me with like four carts full of frozen pizzas. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to sound crazy, but bear with me here. Someone's trying to talk to you. They're giving you X, Y, Z message. And usually they're like, wow. Okay. Wow. Uh, thank you. And then I'll just be like, cheers, and then I'll go buy my milk.
2: Wow.
0: Wow. That's that's quite a responsibility.
1: Yeah yeah and i mean that, i guess how often are people like what is the response typically like do people are they like okay or are they kind of like uh, i mean i'm sure that you know i it, it would stand a reason that a lot of people would probably be taken aback um mm-hmm. for sure i mean i i certainly would be you know like okay because it's out of ra- it's out of nowhere right you know i mean mm-hmm. basically you go you know you don't know these people and you just go up to no. them and you are like somebody wants to say something to you and there's you know, somebody No the, who the
3: reactions say really it. yeah.
1: I imagine it's pretty strong
3: and it is it's, it's it's a poll. I I just can't ignore it and then and the reactions really run the gamut All right um I will have people say okay thanks and then they just like oh there's a weird lady to talking to i'm gonna leave her alone we're just fine i can't control your reaction um and a lot, many other people are grateful for it and there's this one where i was i don't really remember what i was buying it was just a humdrum grocery trip but the lady checking me out like i just I, you, you know what i'm starting to read you, when i just start looking at you and i'm not trying to be creepy that's just how it works. Like, I'm not trying to be that weird person who's staring at you and breathing at me. That's just how, how it works. And I'm looking at her, and I'm like, there is someone, male, you know, died some years ago. Here's what he looks like. And he's calling you a dumb peckerwood. She just burst into tears. Wow. <laughs> She's like, that's my father.
2: Wow. Wow. Damn.
3: And and then I'm like, check out my stuff, and then I'll, I'll move on. I was in Walmart once after work and so you know there's always someone there mining the the self checkouts. And again, someone just is like passed me on the face or like her. Like, can I just buy my shoes? I remember I was buying shoes. And I'm like, No, I need to talk to this person. Or you need to tell her that her husband's heart problems are going to be okay. She needs to make sure he takes his medicine. And I said, okay, um, this is going to sound crazy, but here's what I do. Here's why I do it. Your husband needs to take his heart medication, but otherwise he's going to be fine. He had just had heart surgery, like days before. But but people just, you know, the reactions, they run the gamut. Most people are really quite happy to hear what I have to say.
0: Wow. Wow. I've told the story before. I had a neighbor that died and I was the last one to see him alive. And so I felt Mm -hmm. like it was my responsibility to go talk to his wife because he was talking about his family nonstop. Like, you know, and then I found out that he passed away and I could just imagine that's maybe the way you feel. It's like, okay, you know, you have someone who's trying to get in touch with this person. And if you don't do that, Mm -hmm. then, you know, you're kind of letting them down or, I don't know. That just feels like, Mm -hmm. to me, a huge responsibility. And, yeah, I mean, God bless you for doing that, you know, because I think most people like myself will probably just be like, eh, (laughs) I'm just going to buy my milk and go. I I, I don't want to interrupt someone's day, you know. That's a lot to ask, you know, but I mean, on the other on the other I hand, if, if I was, a pleasure. sure, sure. If I was yeah. the spirit and I saw you and I knew, you know, if I'm on the other end of it and I'm thinking, oh shit, this, I can actually get through to this person. Maybe I would do that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. My My wife and I have this sort of running joke that, you know, when we come back for the next life, we're going to do it better, you know? And I'm like, well, but what, if, I'm like, what if you yeah. don't recognize me? What, what if you don't, she's like, no, her thought is no, we're going to repeat this exactly the same way. And I'm like, okay, but what if it isn't that way? <laughs> what, uh-huh. what if, uh, you know, cause she's like, one of the things we joked about the other day was Christmas cards. We've never done Christmas cards. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, well, next, in our next life, we're going to do Christmas cards because I feel like that's one thing that we got wrong, you know? And I'm like, well, sh- should I remind you about the Christmas cards? <laughs> like, is that my responsibility now? Like, uh, you know, uh, but it, it's funny. We joke about it, but um, it's just one of those things where it, we don't know what is going to happen.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and I think that's the reason why we have such a, yeah, we have a difficult time. Disconnecting ourselves
4: from—we're
0: mm-hmm. we're a being that we communicate, we see one another, we react to one another. You know, it's like Adam and I have known each other forever. How we know each other is is a personal one-on-one relationship. If that person's no longer here, then that must mean that they are gone. Like there's no. The idea of the spirit hanging around or the soul or whatever it is that lingers, it's just, it's almost too much to wrap your head around. So it's like, mm-hmm. m- you know, maybe mm-hmm. UFOs and, and cryptids yeah. are easier to understand in that way because they don't exactly. have, yeah, we mm-hmm. don't have the same connotation.
3: Mm-hmm. Now, that may well be the case because I'm not trying to get too sophomore kid, but you can shoot Bigfoot, right. you can't shoot a ghost. Right. Right. You, yeah. you could. I don't know why you would shoot Bigfoot, but you could. Right. We do not. <laughs>
1: right. uh, I want to come out right now and say that we at the What's Your Weird Story podcast do not advocate the shooting uh, or killing of Bigfoot in any yeah, way, please. Um, <laughs> it would it would very much upset our uh, special correspondent and resident Bigfoot expert, Mister Jeff
0: Hubbard. Um, yeah, don't, don't, um, don't kill don't, don't kill shoot. don't even shoot Bigfoot no. with a bow and arrow, though, for God's sakes.
1: Yeah, you know, no, don't mess with Bigfoot. Yeah, he's our friend.
3: Uh, for there's a reason they had successful messing with Sasquatch commercials, and it never turned off for the people who were messing with Sasquatch.
1: Correct. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: oh man!
1: So what else? Al- what else do you, got? do you have? Like a favorite um, encounter, or a spookiest encounter, or you know, spookiest, homeboy, oh or something that you know that something that like I don't know, maybe either changed you or affected you one way or another.
3: Yes, and this is a story that very few people know. Um, so here goes real caution in the wind. I spent six months more or less possessed, and this was not a demonic thing. This was a, I guess, I'd be more apt to call it a human attachment. This was from a place called Shaker Cigar Bar in Milwaukee, fabulous place if you have ever been there. Um, but the owner Bob treats his ghosts extremely well, which is you know not something I can say for a lot of places, but he's very good to his ghosts. Um, I was say, uh, and this is one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made, don't ever do this. I made friends with a girl in the top floor named Molly. She had been uh, murdered, uh, burned in the fireplace and buried in, in the wall by a jealous lover. And this can be proved because she had been found maybe 10, 12 years ago. Her, mm. her remains were found in the wall.
4: Wow.
3: So I, she and I had become what I, would, I really call it friends. And I made a mistake of telling her, you can hang out with me. Mm. And she followed me out. But uh, I learned after a while that wasn't Molly. That was something masquerading as Molly.
4: Ooh.
3: It was an entity from the basement who had been killed in the alley in a knife fight. His name was O'Connell. And he was going to get out by any means necessary. And because of my absolutely unforgivable mistake, he did. And he was very good making me think that he was something else but the thing with that experience is that i have never known more been more accurate seen more in my life than when he was with me so it was as a parasitic symbiotic relationship where he was getting to suck off of my energy but he was also rewarding me at the same time so it's like i could almost like i could see through time
4: Mm, you know people come
3: up to me i'd say here's XYZ, it was out, off the charts accurate. Then my friend Carrie, who is a medium like me, you know, we're talking on Skype one day. She's like, Who's your friend? And I'm like, No one, because I didn't want to get rid of it. She's like, No, who is that? Come on. Who's that? Who's, who's, who's this with you? And I was getting angry, like hostile. I wanted her to stop. Right. But Carrie wasn't having any of it. Thank God she didn't. Um, so she, you know, kind of, Help me extricate it from myself. She was able to talk to me into like, this isn't good. You need to get rid of it. It needs to go. Here's why. And like this person was like, no, she's lying. This is a good thing we've got going here. You know, why do you want to get rid of it? Um, and he was like, it's like he was walking on my back, but like, like sitting on my shoulders this whole time. Like, hey, look what I got. <laughs> Um, I realize how insane this sounds. He is no longer with me. He has gone back to his basements, and one day he and I are going to have a phone to pick with each other because I will be going to tell him what I think of him. hasn't happened yet because of COVID, but one day, Ronald, I'm coming for you. Um, but that was, I wouldn't call it scary. I'd call it um, unnerving. Yeah. I've never been scared by a spirit ever.
1: Oh, how did you how did you get him to leave? Then did you just tell him to, or, or like, was there more to it? Since he had become so, I mean, literally, I guess, attached. Really,
3: it was a battle of wills. It was like okay. you need to go. I'm like, no, I don't want you here. You need to go. And it didn't help that I then worked in an office that was connected to the cigar bar. They shared a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the reasons for this this strong connection because I was there every day, and he could, you know be where he wanted to be and be with me at the same time. So it was just a battle of wills. Like, no, you got to go. You got to go. And he knew Carrie was on to him at that point. So it's like, he's like, all right, fine, I'll I'll leave. Because it was no longer worth it for him to fight for the energy anymore.
0: How long ago? Four years. Wow.
1: So you can... um... You can see over, like, you can perceive over electronically, I guess. Like, if she saw it over Skype, and, you know, can you, can you, like, if you're talking to somebody on the phone or something (laughs) like that, would you be able to perceive that there's somebody around them or?
3: No, I need to be able to, like, see with my eyes. Okay. Okay. Wow. Or if I'm close to someone. And I can think like Kelly, like, you know, my sister's name is kind like, what's going on? Like, I just know because right. you're close to someone, you just know, you just have a feeling. But I don't think that's exclusive to mediums. I think that's anybody.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Some more than others, for sure. Mm-hmm. Some people have that perception, the the, the ability to. It's powerful, though, because you do see it often. I, I will. I have these weird things that happen um, and, and um, a lot of times I, I, I get that feeling from people like, you know, oh, you know, I can feel something there, something's going on with you, or it's, you know, maybe just your, maybe the aura or maybe there's just something about, I've, you know, everyone's been around somebody who's just got a thing about them. That's just like magnetic or, you know, yeah. special, you know, um, yeah. but people that can people that can have developed a uh, sensitivity to that, to where everyone can present that quality or that thing to get to that through simply just being around somebody is, is pretty special. Cause I, I had some friends that would tell me, you know, Oh yeah. You know, I see, I see auras and stuff and, and I was always uh-huh. like, well, I don't know what that means, you know, but uh, but then, you you know, then you have those experiences when you've when you've experienced somebody who's like, oh, yeah, I get that. You know, I get why that person's like magnetic, you know, a magnetic uh-huh. personality or something, you know, but that's not everyone uh-huh. in my, you know, I mean, I suppose everybody's unique and everybody has their thing. But some uh-huh. people are harder to, to pick yeah. out, you know,
4: uh-huh.
3: Absolutely.
0: That's my dumb way of explaining it. (laughs)
3: That's not dumb. It's perfectly apt.
1: Yeah. I would say I would think that's more like a kind of um, empathic kind of empathic, yeah. Where where it's more of a you know you feel and you can kind of do like that. And I think I think that is something that um, I think there's that's something that we uh, humans have. Um, I think animals have it, too, because, you know, if you're feeling bad and you're again, if you have pets, you know, a pet can tell whenever you're in a certain type of mood or whatever, Mm -hmm. Um, you know. So, so, yeah, so I think that's kind of one of those things that are uh, just natural to us all, basically. And some again, to some level or another, you know, so and, you know, and it may have, you know, and, and I think proximity and also relationships, Mm-hmm. aid in the strength of that kind of empathy, you know, sure. like, you know, and also, but there's, I think also a lot of things with that is, um, the body language and, um, you know, micro expressions, things that we don't perceive because we're so used to them and mm-hmm. and familiar with it, that it's, we, it's kind of like, you know, um, like being able to, you know, just read something without thinking about that. The fact that you're reading it.
0: You right. Know, that's mm-hmm. a, yeah. 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 Kind of yeah. Your brain's like analyzing reading. thousands of pieces of information at right. once. And exactly. you get the, You get those times when you're like something about this person just is not, you know, computing. You know, something yeah. something yeah. in there is weird. Yeah. I think the older you get, maybe the better bullshit detector you get, you know, when it comes to, the, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, I've been, I've been down this road before.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: um, I think
1: experience as a, in in general has a lot to develop with that for developing. Sure.
0: And probably the Uh, same with your, your abilities with psychic abilities. Oh, sure. The more, Uh, the more people you come in contact with or, or entities or whatever, the more you've you can draw back on those you know experiences and, and and okay, yeah, I remember this is what that means, and sort of put it all into which is kind of like life, I guess in a way <laughs> we've just explained explained life, say Barry, yeah, what's the weirdest job you've ever had, yeah. Uh. That's a good question. It would either have to be the time that I worked at a cattle feedlot or the time that I worked for a Greek painter. <laughs> Were you is a model? Uh, not quite. We well, you know, it's funny because
1: one of my weirdest jobs was being in a model in art school, but it was portraits, not full body nude. The reason I'm asking is because those jobs may be kind of normal, but we know people are out there that have weirder jobs than that. Maybe you're a mortician. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you're a scientist trying to bring back the dinosaurs or the woolly mammoth. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. If you guys out there have weird jobs, unusual jobs, crime scene photographer, maybe you worked at an adult educational film set. If you know what I mean. Just something that's unusual, out of the ordinary, and, you know, a little bit weird. Hey, those are cool stories, too. We'd love to hear those. So give us a call or an email or whatever. You know how to get a hold of this. Be part of the community of Weirdsville. Okay, a couple of other quick questions regarding your... um, you know, ability to perceive, uh, say it's, I guess, I don't know, maybe not entities, but uh, I guess maybe spirits, entities, I don't know what you would call them. Um, how to animals, do you perceive animal spirits or entities or anything like that?
3: No, I never, I have never been able to do that, unfortunately. Some people can, I am just not one of them.
1: And then that was going to lead to, um My asking about, uh, you know, like aliens or other kinds of non-human life forms, if there's been any kind of thing like that.
3: Not that I'm aware of. Um, I certainly won't discount the idea of aliens. But in my experience, I've encountered mostly pretty much all what I would consider either human or inhuman. And inhuman is quite an umbrella but in terms of if I think I've ever encountered anything extraterrestrial, no, I do not think I have.
1: Hmm. Just – just it was – you know, I, I don't hear many people talk about that, but again, I don't – you know, I mean, how would you know – well, I guess you would know, but um, – just you know, I don't know, I just a thought that I had before we you know we right honestly, right before we started uh, talking before we logged on and everything, so um, but go to what kind of like other kind of things have you really have you have you connected with, have you perceived, have you seen you know not not like the you know human spirits, but like other things like like poltergeist or anything that's not um I don't know, not necessarily of early, early origin, but of human origin, I guess, maybe.
3: So, um, to not to try to skirt around the answer for this or anything, but in terms of other things perceived, like I guess I would classify the whole, your husband just had heart surgery thing. That's not necessarily the connection with a, an entity. It's just like, oh oh, well, he just had heart surgery. He'll be okay. He needs to just take his medicine. Or occasions where I'll meet someone and I'll say, oh, your ex isn't coming back. He's not He's not coming back. I'm sorry. Mm. It's just it's, it's like situational awareness. Right.
4: Mm,
1: okay.
3: Um, but, you know, if we're going to talk about things that might be considered inhuman or unfriendly, they make themselves very clear. that a medium or someone coming in to cleanse is a threat and they will try and eliminate that threat or make it go away. Mm -hmm. uh, Whatever means they can, because they get energy, they get power off of it and they enjoy it. They enjoy, they like staring people. Mm -hmm. So when people see shadow people, that's like big red flag for me Mm -hmm. because a human entity, you know, they're, they're white, they're gray. They're not, they, they're not like a a solid black mass. Mm -hmm. They don't do that.
1: Yeah. And have you ever, have you encountered any, uh, encountered the shadow people? Because we, you know, those are definitely the freakiest things that we hear about.
3: I have. And as, you know, if I'm just going and saying, you know what, I'm, I'm having some problems in my apartment. I just moved in. There's some noises. No, it's not something I alone am capable of handling. The first thing I tell people to do when they are seeing shadow people, and I have helped people who are seeing shadow people, is like, hey, you need to get this place blessed and you need to make it your own. Because when you make a house your own, like this is my space, when you take space, then usually they're like, oh, this isn't worth my time anymore. Sometimes they stick around. Some are mere than others. It really depends on the situation.
4: Mm.
0: Yeah. Makes you wonder how many decisions you make based on those types of feelings. You know, just like I gotta get the fuck Wondered out. that too. You know, I gotta get the hell out of here. You know, this is mm-hmm. not a good situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had that mm-hmm. happen many times. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh,
3: yeah. That's human instinct, you know, we all have that to some degree.
4: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that gut feeling, you know, and that's, again, that's tied to, you know, I guess some kind of, maybe again, some kind of empathy, but also kind of, you know, something more than, you know, like you said, like instinct Mm -hmm. or something beyond that, you know, more towards extra sensor. I mean, I guess ESP got extra sensory, extra other, Mm -hmm. you know, so without trying to, you know, make it sound too. I don't
2: know.
1: Woo woo. Hokey. Yeah. Well, not yeah, you know, I mean, kind of woo woo, but not necessarily woo woo. But, you know, I mean, just hokey, I guess. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I guess we wouldn't be hokey, but, you know, I mean, we're. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, there's, you know, we, as we've stated so many times on the show, there's so much that we simply don't understand mm-hmm. you know and we think we right. know it all but we certainly don't you know I mean if there's anything that's indicated how much we don't know about mm-hmm. how you know what we're you know ready for and what we can perceive is like you know looking at the effect of like mm-hmm. you know, of social media on people you know yeah. <laughs> we're definitely we were never ready for that and most of the you mm-hmm. know people that are started that kind of stuff is definitely would agree but uh, you know but like that's what I think I think that I don't know. Maybe, maybe I think in the past we were more open to um, kind of the perceptions that you have. Yeah. That and yet you've mm-hmm. you know, and like you said, it's a muscle. You flex it. You exercise. You do that. You know to make it that stronger. And I think maybe that we have
4: mm-hmm.
1: over you know time. Maybe we have just. As a, and, and I'm sure part of it is cultural, but um, where yeah. we've decided that, you know, we don't want to flex that as much or maybe it's weakened in, Uh, you know, some people like, I don't know.
4: Yeah. I don't know. I'm, no, just, I think, I'm kind I,
2: of just
1: speculating think, and spitballing. Here. I think yeah. you're
0: onto something. I think, you know, we've, I think we've, um, we've removed, you know, spirituality from practice in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, sometimes it's, I understand why, but at the same time, it's, if you look right. back at ancient civilizations, there's a reason why they practice those things,
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: you know, and it was because, um, I think that they were more in touch with the realities of earth and the world, you know, it's yeah. like uh-huh. when you're, when your feet are on the ground, touching soil, working the soil, Mm -hmm. living off the land things become a lot more important especially when you're dying at a young age I mean I think it was I I saw this crazy uh, stat the other day it was like the turn of the century in the 1900s um, a man's average age was 40 like you died at 40 Uh so things become very important when you've only got 40 years on the earth you know right? Uh And when you don't have the technology and the means to understand everything, like I was talking to a bunch of young kids the other day, not young kids, they're like 30, you know, and it's like, we're talking about how technology's changed so much. And back when when I was young, if you wanted to find something out, you had to get out the encyclopedia, you know, do research, Uh figure it out. Now, everything that you want to know is at your fingertips. It's just a different... It's a different type of reality, I don't think we're any better off really, like in the in the uh, broad scheme of things, like I don't know that we're better off being more knowledgeable about things uh, yeah, I think that serves in I, some aspects know, of life but
1: i i I think that though Barry that we have i don't think that we're necessarily more knowledgeable. I think in fact, a lot of knowledge our knowledge has been um. People aren't retaining it. I think that they're just – we have access to knowledge. We have access to yes. these things, but we don't retain it because we don't spend the time, the hunt, you know, we don't invest time into finding out. We just Google it and you go to yeah. whatever pops up first. Right. Wikipedia, and then it's fine, you know, and then right. whatever, you know. And in and, yeah. and, 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 and many cases – you know, just getting on the Internet to look up something is not going to provide you with the correct information, you know, and there's right. all sorts of yeah. Yeah. information out there that is just completely yeah. false and wrong. Mm-hmm. And, yep. you know, and I don't even start. But, you know, we've made it clear that the Earth is not flat on this show. Um, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but but but.
0: Allegedly, to, allegedly.
1: No, no, there's
4: no allegedly to that, my
1: friend. There's no allegedly to that. You can't make that stand up in court. You know, I will say anybody wants to bring that to me, I'm sorry, i am uh, you on that. But uh, and but the you know, um, uh, but anyway, um, but yeah, I think that you know, I think it's just uh, something that we we have lost that kind of. Well, it's a di- uh, yeah, it's we a- had to earn. You had to earn it and you had to learn it. You yeah. Know? There, it's not, a, Yeah. You look at it. Gone, it's the
0: difference between book smart and street smart. You know, I mean, that's something that whenever yeah. we were kids, we grew up, that was the thing, you know, it's was like I, I growing up where we grew up was very sort of cookie cutter, you know, Midwest America, you know, This is what you do. You know, you you go to school, you get good grades, you go to college, you do the thing, you get the job, you get the wife, all that stuff. What I found was when I went into the the great big world was that there were people that were less educated than me that had a hell of a lot more of a grip on reality. And this is what it Uh takes to make it through the world, you know. And so I think you see kids these days, especially that are very smart. Very smart, but there's no practical application to what they know, you know? And Mm -hmm. so it's like that thing, I think getting back to this whole idea of spirituality and, and where, where it has, what, what place it has in our society. We've, we've sort of, you know, the place in our society it has is on TV, you know, it's like Uh you can get a show now you can, you know, you can make money at it, but, um, but we're getting further away from from, from that, from from the reality of that. Yeah. And um, something cool about what we try to do on this show is give a space to folks that have these real experiences and these real things that happen yeah. to them in their lives that they can't really talk about in other spaces. And that's what we do here. And we don't demonize or, or poo-poo anyone's experiences because they're your experiences, you know. What you do is unique to you. And and nobody can, you know, try to explain the experiences better than you. And so that's yeah. why we have folks on to talk about this stuff.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. Well, um, do you want to, Barry, I see Barry is loaded to chat some photos. Yeah. Do you want to do that? Or do you have any more stories sure. you want to share before?
3: Well, or, let's get uh, to the the reading part of it.
1: All right. So what we've got now, this is kind of a special thing. Barry has volunteered to, uh, loads you know, to provide Chrissy with some, uh, photographs of some relatives Or, So, yeah, so I, I, um, kind of opted out. Um, but I mean, if you have anybody, okay. if anybody's tapping you on the shoulder saying tell Adam this, that's fine. But, uh, I'm kind of okay. opted out to whereas I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Um, given people their space or something i don't know what i'm you know i don't know i also um am notoriously i'm a sensitive boy and i don't want to cry on the podcast that's (laughs) okay okay.
3: you don't have to but,
1: yeah, like I said, now, if anybody says, hey, you know, the treasure's buried here or, or anything else, somebody's trying to tell me something, you know, I'll, I'll hear Nope,
0: nothing. you already said. But, nope, uh, you already said you don't want to be a part of it. So <laughs> you let me know off camera and I'll tell him.
3: Um, so there's there's a picture here. There's a lady. Um. Sitting in a, a fabulous little couch, so <laughs> if I look at her, really the, uh, the impression I get is that you could hear her coming from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Um, this was not a subtle woman, and I look at her and I almost feel like the click clack click clack of like high heeled shoes, like like shoes on a floor. That's one of the things I'm hearing. Like she's that like this is the song I'm going to hear when she's coming my way, and she. Uh, I'm seeing like, like a, not a loud or obnoxious laugh, but like a very boisterous belly laugh mm. in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got like a larger than life personality, um, larger than life kind of way of being. And, and for everyone who's out there who's listening, I can, can be wrong. And if any medium says they're right all the time, they're lying. Yeah. Um, so every time you talk to a medium, if you get a higher one, say, oh, I'm right all the time. No, they're not.
4: The falsehood.
3: But anyway, I, I digress. She's So, and you know, they, they communicate through the, these weird ideas, these symbols. So did she, like, was this the, the type of woman who would have, like, plastic coverings on the couch? So someone who's, like, kind of fastidious about her environment, who was like, like you know, don't walk on the carpet, walk on the plastic sort of thing?
0: Um, uh, Not in, not in, um, in certain ways, yes, but in some ways, no. I mean, she, she was, she was, um, you know, fairly okay with, with, you know, not, not protecting, uh, things so much, you know?
4: Hmm. Okay.
3: And... I'm just gonna switch because I'm I'm gonna, probably gonna go back and forth between two of these. But this older man wearing the glasses, who I just assume is you at a graduation. Yeah. Um, and much like a lot of older gentlemen, I'm not trying to generalize here, but like I get like like the smell of old spice in my mouth, like yeah. my mouth, my uh-huh. my nose. Um, so that, that smell just like is like hitting me in the face with this guy. Um, and like I him like it's like i wish i could describe this because it's a podcast it's just gonna be auto but he's like this is sometimes how i communicate is through body language so i have to do this yeah yeah so you can see it yeah he's almost like oh what have we here like talking to the grandkids like this yeah they like oh what are you uh, like what are you grandkids doing like with the hand on the leg like he's, he's bending down to like ex- like get involved like ask you how you're doing mm-hmm. um and like, no matter what you were doing, like he'd be like, like, "Oh, okay, well, I don't know anything about that." But you know, it's like it's like this sounds like, "Oh, you you grandkids and your your newfangled things." It's like, "Oh, what are, what are you kids doing?" It's like he's he's. Yeah. They, I get the body language yeah. a lot with them.
2: Yeah. They're
3: like, "Oh, well, what what's this? What do we have here?" And he's very curious, warm sort of person. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. To dote on on the grandkids, and that's like grandkids, 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 grandkids. grandkids. Well, that, that's that's this this yeah. energy that I really get from this yeah. guy. Yeah, Um, he's so they. This is someone who who walks to me from out of the afterlife, almost with like a like a like a drink in his hand. Mm,
4: like yeah. like yeah, yeah. he's
3: got like like a like a yeah. cocktail or something. He's yeah. like. Almost like he's just walked out of a country club, and he's like, "Oh, of course you're here. What are you doing here? Are we going to talk now?" It's like he was expecting me the whole time.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, um. Well, I I can't say this very often, but this man is fine. Um. However he went, however he died, he was just like, "Well, uh, well, my time to go. Put the hands on the legs, step up and leave." It's like the Wisconsin goodbye. It's like, "Well, right. uh, oh, I should have gone a while ago." Yeah. Um. But. He's okay. Yeah. This man is just fine.
2: Yeah, good. And good. it's
3: almost like he's, he's saying to me, like, well, uh, it has got a party waiting for me. I got to go, but it was nice talking to you, okay? We'll do this again soon. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Bye. Um, he's fine.
2: Yeah, great.
3: Wherever he is, he is totally fine. But that that spice scent is, like, lingering in my nose.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And with this lady, she's and I'm not afraid to admit that I'm getting less about her. She's a little less inclined to talk, but what's really sticking with me is that laugh. Like, it's really like, ha ah, ah. Like yeah. I, I can't do it. I can hear it in my head, but I yeah, can't yeah. do it. Yeah. She's just there. Like, she is a presence. She's not going to be in my face about it. She's just kind of like, okay, I'm here. All right, I'm fine. Um, but she... Just, and and some do hang back more. Others, some are more talkative than others. They're just like humans. Yeah. So to be able to perceive more for one than another is not unusual. Sure. But this gentleman, he's not the much more willing to have a chitty chat. Yeah. But he's, you know, wherever he is, he's having a grand old time.
2: Great. Great. Good.
0: Yeah. Those are my grandparents. So on, on my mom's side. So, uh, yeah, he he enjoyed a beer. He enjoyed a beer and he was very he was very interested in in the things that I was doing. Uh kind of much mm-hmm. like you said, he even though he didn't know much about the things that I was into, he was always into he was very he was a very mechanical mind, you know, he he was um <clears throat> he loved building things and um so he he was always fascinated with um like I was, you know, obviously my history is in uh technology, like recording and things like that. So he was always interested in that kind of stuff. So he's you know mm-hmm. he he was always that kind of guy where it's like, you know, um interested in what his grandkids were doing and um very involved. Both of them very involved. So
4: mm-hmm.
3: That's really what I can get just from a couple of pictures. Cool. I, obviously, I could probably get more if I was no, actually in your presence because you know, sure. your energy—that's that, kind of how that works. But absolutely, you know, yeah. Sometimes I can get a lot from pictures. Sometimes I can't.
0: Sure, sure. No, that's great. That's that's more than what that's I was cool. picturing. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Thank you so much. We yeah. I appreciate You're you.
3: Most a pleasure.
0: We appreciate you coming on and taking your time yeah. to to hang out with us and share some of the, your abilities and. Your stories and and yeah. all that stuff, just great, great stuff. Mm-hmm.
4: And well, it's you're my always... pleasure. I'm, uh, glad uh, to have been here.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, we have an open door policy, so anytime you you want to come back and you know, uh, you know, share some more stories or anything like that, okay. you're more than welcome to. Just get a hold of us. That's that's awesome. Um, okay. Is there a way that if, um, some of our listeners want to uh, get a hold of you or is there any way that, you know, anything online or something like that, that they can contact you? Is there anything like that? Um, or, or do you not want to?
3: Oh, uh, I am fine with uh, my email address, just Christina. gmail at gmail.com. And if anyone okay. wants, out there needs help, wants help, I will do my best for you. Um, I do not charge as I've mentioned before. Um, yeah, I'd be happy to help anyone who's really,
1: you know, who really needs it. Cool. All right. Well, anybody listening, you can uh, you can contact us on on uh, uh, our social media, and we can pass on that info- information to you uh, so that way. So, so cool, awesome. Well, great. Well, thanks again. This has been really yeah. this has been really interesting, and uh, that was really cool to see. So. Yeah. Great, awesome.
0: Thank you, Chrissy.
3: was my pleasure. Thank you, guys, too. Okay. All
1: right. Take care. We'll talk to you later. Bye.
3: Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: Soon. So just keep your eyes out for that. And if you decide to get one of our shirts, tag yourself on Instagram to ours or Facebook. Show your love. Show us what you got. Let's see your true colors.
0: Great stuff. Great, great stories. I love listening to her, her, you know, her angle on stuff, you know, because she does have the ability to see some things or hear things Mm -hmm. or, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's it's weird to hear somebody talk about how people have different sort of aspects of communication with yeah the other side but really yeah. cool stuff Chrissy really really cool stuff
1: yeah we appreciate you uh coming on and sharing those stories and uh, and thanks to uh brandy for uh for pointing you in our direction yeah um that was really cool and it was cool it was cool to see her, you know her talk about you know, to read the picture, you know, and, you yeah. know, and, and admit that she's, you know, there are chances that she'll get stuff wrong. And, you know, yeah. Um, and I think we talked off, uh, off of off air, but uh, it was a pretty, she did a pretty good job, right? Yeah. Generally yeah, speaking, yeah. you know, I mean, for she, sure. she got down kind yeah. of like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things. I'm sure it's it's hard for her because you, you're not in person. So it's like, yeah, you know. People talk about vibes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's, that that stuff is really kind of true. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, you can, you can kind of catch something from somebody, get their energy and all that. Yeah. And so doing it yeah. over Skype is weird um, for her, I'm sure, but yeah. no, it was great. She did a great job and, um, and yeah, I mean, you know, to put herself out there like that and do that. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's great. And we appreciate it so much. I mean, we don't have that ability. To have people like her on very much. So it's cool when we get somebody like that.
1: Yeah. So if you, anybody listening out there has a similar ability uh, or a different ability that is some that's unusual, um, get a hold of us and, you know, we'll talk and we'll get you and maybe you can tell us about it on the show.
2: Yeah. Hey, did you um, know, did
0: you know I, I can blow bubbles with my spit? You know that?
1: I actually do know that about you.
0: You remember that? And then, yeah, you and Andrew Shirley. That's
1: right. He talks because Andrew Shirley, beyond Andrew, could launch them, he can make them fly into the air. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the, that's a talent.
0: It
2: is. Um, And that's that's
1: not one that's really good for our show.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying Uh, that's my talent. That's what I can do. Right.
1: Well, I can, I can, do you remember? I can fold my tongue back. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Half. Right. And have it stay there. Yeah. And then some other tricks. Yeah. And then uh, I have other, you know, talents. That uh, I can't mention on the air, of course, because uh, national security.
0: Of
4: course, of
1: course. Um, but anyway, <laughs> but legit talents that she has.
2: Yes,
0: um,
1: they're really cool. And like how she uses them, and how she uses them, and does readings and for people for free, and goes up and tells people, you know, when she's out in public, yeah. and it's got to make her feel, you know. And she says it's like it sounds crazy, and it's got to be. Almost, I would imagine when it first started happening, it would be somewhat embarrassing because, yeah, you would have this, you know, spirit saying, "Hey, go tell that person this," yeah, and it, you know, and like I don't know, if you had a, a reserve type personality, um, gosh, that would be just a horror show in itself, just going oh. up to a stranger and saying, "I know something personal about you," because somebody in your who loves you in your life who is no longer with us is on another plane of existence is telling me this to tell you. And 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 that's, you know, that makes some that's gotta sound crazy if you're Uh, the person hearing that. Right. But that's exactly what we're here for because, you know we give everybody that space to, you know, tell their crazy stories and we understand that you're not crazy. You know? Yeah, With that, you're just like, you know, you've, you've, you're tapping into a bit of our reality that is not, you know, normal in the, in, not in the regular everyday average thing. And we, and we love that stuff. So, yeah. you know, you guys know that, you know what I mean? So you should know that by now if you've uh, been listening for a while.
0: Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah. She, <laughs> it's, yeah. Cause you, you know. You put yourself out there, you, you, t- you talk these, you know, crazy stories about, you know, what have you. We've heard the gamut. I mean, we have heard some crazy stories from all different kinds of angles. And so, you know, you, you, you take a risk whenever you're talking about this stuff with your family or your friends. But in a lot of cases, some people I think are a little more comfortable coming on here and talking about it because... Yeah. You know it's not their friends and family so anybody out there looking for get something off your chest, whatever it might be, uh, got some crazy stuff in your life uh, that you've experienced g- give us a shout. we'd love to have you yeah. on.
1: Yeah you can uh, contact us on our Facebook page or through our social media on uh, Instagram and which is where I'm mostly active on in Instagram and, and Twitter. Um, you can e- email us at what's your weird email. Uh, uh, gmail.com or you can call the hotline and that's, uh, 513-909-9821 and leave us a message there and we'll contact you. Um, you know, we'll get you on and hear your stories, you know, and again, your stories, it may not be weird to you. It may be something that is your everyday life, but you know, not everybody else is a, uh, you know, an undertaker or a, uh, you know, ER nurse or anything right. like that. I know we've got to have some nurse listeners yeah. and, you know, nurses have great stories. hundred percent. So, you know, whatever, you know, we we just like to hear great stories. Anything that's like you're not going to hear on the every, you know, on your average day of conversation yeah. or if your average day of conversation is full of the weird, then yes, those stories too.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys again for listening and, uh, keep coming back and we'll, we'll keep putting stuff out and, uh, and we'll continue growing weirdsville.
1: Yes. So have a happy Halloween. Join us again next week on the podcast where we're actually going to be talking to Brandy, uh, who's our our return guest, who was our friend who connected us to Chrissy tonight. We got some cool stuff lined up for you in the near future. So just, you know, hey, get a hold of us and have a good Halloween. And as always, be safe.
2: Be weird.
1: Oh, my voice cracked. Second puberty, I think I'm going. To. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a
0: lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating and spreading the word about the podcast thanks for listening till next
1: time be safe be weird